Good afternoon, everybody, or morning, or night, or wherever this finds you. Thanks for tuning again to the Home and Body Improvement Show. Good news, we finally get to Lightning Round Questions Part 3 of 3 today. So we knocked those out. It's definitely a great show. Ross is back. I'm ready to rock and roll. It's going to be a good show. If you haven't yet, go to CoachPods.com. Sign up for the newsletter. That's where I put all the important announcements, updates to the podcast, and other things I got going on. Uh, And if you want a question featured in an upcoming show, please hit me up at Andy at CoachPods.com. We'd love to hear your feedback please leave us a five-star review all that kind of jazz but without further ado episode number 16 the home and body improvement show hey andy how's it going ross what's going on my man Good. How you doing? How's the new apartment treating you? Well, Pretty much not... you have it, all these upgrades. It sounds new to me. Ah, it. <laughs> it's only new because uh, I don't know, man. You know, you got to make the most out of your space. And I would say the more time that I spend at home, the more I realize how important that actually is. So it is new in a lot of sense that I'm doing everything I can to kind of like, I don't know, just kind of upgrade the place so I'm not staring at the same four walls every day. Did I tell you yeah. my latest was just installing a new light in my bathroom? Um, oh, nice. I know. Sounds stupid, but I'm telling you, man, it's like little things like that that like kind of like just give the room a new vibe. And it was actually kind of dark when I was taking a shower anyway, so I wanted like an overhead ceiling lamp that was uh, – it had the old fluorescent lamp that literally would flicker like an abandoned hospital. Uh, so uh, I, I yeah, finally no, replaced it. Yeah, some, uh, so I got some LED lights, and uh, they work beautifully. I like them. There's not the right color temperature. That's one thing that, like, when you get when you do a deep dive into lighting, you find like the temperature is one of the more important things. Like, there's a spectrum of white, cool white, warm white. You know, outside the spectrum of Kelvin. You know, the lumens. The I mean, it's just the, the wattage, and it's like what I did what I didn't I didn't mean to sign up for this. So, the temperature of my overhead light does not match the temperature of the lights above my mirror. I don't know if I'm going to change. One or both, uh, but we'll see. Yeah, mix and match. And you know, yeah, I lived in my when I lived in my apartment. Uh, my previous one was uh, I definitely mixed and matched my uh, lighting warmth because uh, I kind of liked it. You know, my bathroom had a different feel versus my main room, my uh, living space. But I kind of didn't mind it. That was my own personal take on it. I didn't mind it. it. It really has to be about what you like, and I don't know if I don't like it yet. That's another thing too. It's like. The light that I got to replace the old abandoned um, hospital light that was hanging out with those flickering, like the, I bought one from Amazon. It could have been more than twenty bucks. And then one thing that scared me away was the, the wires. So it wasn't like a uh, just plug it in and uh, you know it attaches to the socket. Like I actually had to clip the wires, you know, um, strip the whatever the, the sheathing off, screw it on, put a cap on, you know, and, and that process was kind of kind of stopped me from doing it like let's say years ago but then Mm -hmm. after doing those fans and having just a little bit of practice with it it's really not that hard and um and now it kind of just opened my eyes it's like hmm, like what other you know lighting can i redo in my apartment just to keep the place fresh so um that's the story behind that ross so just so we're plugging any uh lighting manufacturer you got yours from amazon nothing Nothing in particular, just something that was it a you know was it a popular item or no. was it a specific I think you know I got mid-century 
look. I I rent, so uh, I didn't want anything that was like. There's no coherent theme just yet to my place, and I'm working on that. But I wanted something to replace the light that I had, and I wanted something cheap because I'm probably gonna leave it. I don't plan on putting the old light back in there, and yeah. I wanted something that had uh, three lights, you know, so actual three different bulbs, three different fixtures. And so I could point it all over the room. So that was the only criteria I had. Found something for, I think it was under 20 bucks. And that included the bulbs too. So I figured, you know, with uh, Amazon Prime free delivery, man, I might as well. And I did. And I installed it. it. Took me a grand total of like 10 minutes. And it works and it hasn't blown up yet. So that's always a bonus. That's always a bonus. No blowing up. Speaking no of bonuses, up. Ross, you know what today is? It's questionnaire day. Yeah, man, it's lightning round day. Lightning round. I want to ask you about your weekend, but this we're already like going so far into overtime, man. I don't know how we're going to do this. You know what we're going to do today? We're going to stick to this, too. And I, I don't know if the fans are going to like it or not. You know, we have a lot of them, and I try my best to keep them happy. But today we're going to do one home question and then one body question. We're going to do that five times. We're going to blow through these questions, and then wow. we'll be done with it. And then hopefully more people will continue to send us in. You know, we're getting to the point now where so many people are sending in questions and I'm going to have to hire a team of people to start filing and categorizing these questions and seeing which ones are most popular because I just can't do it on my own, you know? I'm only one man. You know what I'm saying, Ross? Yes. Cool. So, uh, you get... <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like, hey, thanks for playing along. Uh <laughs> We could, uh, we could sit here and chit chat. We could banter. We could make jokes. I could say funny things, make you laugh. You could try and say funny things, and I'll just stand there with a stoic face. Well, we're not going to do that. What we're going to do is we're going to dive right in to the lightning oh. round questions. The third of three. We've been talking about this for how long? Well, I've been talking about it for a lot longer than you, but I think um, we're actually going to do it this time. Did you get the questions? I did email them to you. Oh, no, I didn't. I didn't check it. I, you know me. I always like living on the edge. Oh, well, why don't you check the questions real quick? I'll sit here and I'll sing a song for about 30 seconds. And, I want uh, you to sing a song. Or do you just want to, you know what? Do you want to just go by the seat of your pants? Why don't you just I'm do in, it, man. Ross? I'm in. Seat in my pants. Give me it. All right. Give me it. Well, here's the deal, Ross. For those who aren't familiar with the game. I struggle how I think, and uh, I like how I think. So uh, one way or another. But as I'm looking at my phone right now, you, uh, your questions are right there. They're so small. So small. Wait, it's always something. Did you ever notice that with you? Like, it can't just be like, hey, man, thanks for the question. So it's always going to be like, hey, your question sure hey, are small. Talking. Shut up. So your first question says, are there any seen on TV products that are actually worth using? That's a question for you. Three, two, one. And usually I'm supposed to ask the questions that you're answering and vice versa. But, ooh, let me, let me email you my questions. But, yeah, you know the first question. You get one minute, three, two, one, and go. Why aren't you talking right now? Ross, where did you go? Sorry, iPhone hit mute. Um, <laughs> the one thing is that... Uh, well, you just lost 15 seconds. Start over. I know this is a tough one. Are there any as-seen-on-TV products that are actually worth using? Do you want me to give you some examples? Because I can think of one or two Just that... let me talk and shut up. And go. Thank you. Uh, it's that, that ceiling product that everyone's seen out there. Um, I wouldn't really recommend using it on your roof, um, but if there's some little, you know, yechka, I call it yechka, like a little, you know, difficult situation where it is necessary for you to seal something, 
go ahead and do that. I don't recommend it all the time, but um, that uh, so, yeah, Quick Seal. They do make some good products, and I I have used them for caulking, and um, I think that's and is a scene on TV. That is my answer. So that's the only one. I guess you still have twenty seconds left. Um, the HD uh, sunglasses; those are cool because they make you look like you're uh, a space alien. Hmm. I like those too. Yeah, those are good. Great answer. And- that was a great answer. If you were in like third grade and um, you know you don't talk very often, and the teacher's like, "Where? Hey, is, Ross, uh, don't insult me. Where is the? Where's like the, the sound?" Where's the? That's it today. This this is the sound today. I thought that was very pleasing and. That was oh, good. I feel better. Good. Um, Ross, I don't. I'm not used to you standing up for yourself like that. I don't know if I like it. Hey, Ross, I just emailed you the questions that you're supposed to ask me. Um, did you get them yet? I did. Are you I ready? Did. Starting with question number eleven. Finishers like extreme stretching from dog crap training, FST seven burnout reps, uh, particular reps at the end of the of a set, Partial and reps. negative reps at the end of a set. What about le- what about less is more? Starts oh, starts now. Um, I think f- finishers at the end of a workout are a phenomenal way to do it. But you know, open your mind a little bit. You can actually do a, a finisher at the beginning of a workout. So finishers are typically um, they're there's they're usually like running the rack, which means you do uh, you keep doing like let's say sets of eight, and then you do less weight, and then you do sets of eight, and then you do less weight, and do sets of eight until you like literally get all the way to the bottom. But the idea is to literally completely destroy one body part or conditioning cardio, and uh, kind of walk away from the workout, um, you know, because it's so challenging. So I think they're phenomenal. Uh, you know, when we're talking about dog crap training, which is actual training, that is their name, FST, all that type of stuff. Um, it's just what they've done. It's their brand, you know. So it's nothing in particular. It's nothing new. I think they're a phenomenal way to do it. But they're not for two people in particular. They're not for beginners. So if you're a beginner, I would stay away from that stuff because you will damage yourself beyond control. And another thing, too, is if you're doing a, uh, let's say, oh, look at that. Time's up. If you're doing it like a CrossFit workout, uh, you might want to stay away from those as well uh, because that generally leads to um, that is that's one way to lead. What are you doing right now? What are you doing? Can't you just finish your freaking answer and just go on? Why can't you just put the phone on mute when I'm talking? Because if, you know... Um, Don't be the hero. I'm still listening. Rabdo is one of the things that it's like uh, can actually be exacerbated by doing, you know, partial sets, uh, full burnout sets. Uh, rhabdomyosis is a uh, condition where you work out too hard and um, body breaks down, essentially. You got to go to the hospital. It's bad for you. There we Although, go. The answer's done. Nice. Good. But it sucks. You know, I don't have a girlfriend. I know you do. But these exercises they're talking about, you should probably do them with your girlfriend if it works out and the, and it's convenient for the time of you scheduling it doing together. That's a, that's a special that's a special relationship. A special team. Ross. It doesn't sound like this is the answer for that. I got a no. question for you. What's the funniest, most dangerous, or genius repairs or modification that have been done in homes? Probably with your experience, I'm sure you have plenty of stories. Three, two, one, and go. The most genius and modified 
Um, you know, I'm always impressed how people can fix a foundation for a house. That's always amazing because on old houses that are built in the 1920s, they use some type of a cinder block and fill that in with cement without even putting the tar around the house, the foundation. So then at one point you're going to be having water tipping in your house. And I think that's amazing how they did a retrofitting for that to fix your foundation. And uh, for the amount of money, the thousands of dollars that you're going to be putting into it to fixing that is uh, amazing and unbelievable. But I'm, I'm always amazed how much, you know, we all make our money and how much you have to drop just 10 grand just to fix your foundation and up. So it's, uh, it's important money. That's one of my craziest ones. And then uh, drywall patching. I'm always amazed how that got, inno- you know, innovated to be better versus uh, plastering. And uh, that's that's my that's my uh, innovation for the minute. Time's up. Uh, not bad. Yeah, that it is interesting. Uh, I don't know. I've just thought there would be more things. I guess there's more funny and dangerous things in my line of work. Watching people work out, I see it all the time. Um, there's actually, but like you know, I guess in home improvement, you probably want to stay away from being funny or dangerous because that could just be, <laughs> could lead to death, and that would never be good. But like I've been in, the- especially with sharp tools, you don't. I'm telling you, if you don't have any experience with tools, you know, like drills are good. You know, I was working with my nephews, and they were just, you know, you forget to push the back of a drill, you know, just to keep the head, you know, into the, the screw. At one point, if you don't have enough, just you know, force going down, it's going to slip. And if you're holding that screw, you're going to puncture your fingers. And that that leads down to using a sawzall. If you're not used to using how the blade goes back and forth, and you grab the neck, you don't want to grab past the neck, or you can cut your fingers. And then that just leads leads uh, leads to hedge clippers. Are you used to using hedge clippers because they're a yard tool? It sounds ridiculous, but you can actually cut your fingers pretty bad and get stitches. So. You have to be aware of the tools you're using and respect the tools because, yeah, it's just a drill, but I've, I've punctured my finger with the drill many times where I didn't put enough pressure when I was pressing down on it. So yeah. it's good self-awareness, good practice, I safety, think, safety for everybody. I think this is almost a better question for like gyms. What's the funniest, most dangerous, genius thing? I've, I'll tell you the funniest thing I've seen, like the guy was doing what was, should have been like tricep rope pushdowns, and he wasn't doing that. He kind of was just like gripping the rope just enough for the plate stack to kind of separate and kind of like just moving it vigorously and quickly. And I went up to him and, you know, you try not to be, a, at first I wanted to go like, what are you doing? But I actually just said, hey, uh, what muscle there are you working on? He's like, triceps. And I was like, hey, um, you know, I have an exercise that's similar, but it might effectively target that area better. Would you mind me showing you? Okay. So I showed it to him. He's like, okay, thanks. And then I walked away, went back to exactly what he was doing. I had no clue. <laughs> it was just like, why do I waste my time? Why do I waste my time? Ross, you got a question for me? Yeah. My question to you is, what's your favorite baseball cap that you wear when you go work out? Doesn't matter as long as it's backwards. <laughs> and white. I like white no because... No snapback? No snapback? No, I, I mean, I don't even like the fitted ones. I don't care. As long as it's white and fitted, I can, and I'll, I'll usually wear it backwards because uh, it's white and fitted. As long as it's white because of the sweat stains, you know, they don't show up as much in the white hats. All right, here's your bonus question. There are so many practices out there, yoga, running, swimming, biking, weight training, resistance training, H-I-I-T, Pilates, martial arts, etc. How can I do it all for a total health? This is an interesting question because it kind of leads to the fact that you think that you're missing out if you're not doing 
Like if all I do is lift weights and I don't do yoga, I think like I'm missing out. You know, if all I do is run, but I don't do, you know, any kind of body weight routine, then am I missing out? Uh, I think you could do one of two things. You can take those practices and put them together in one like workout. Like CrossFit was a, that's the idea behind CrossFit, right? Uh, and I think that's a phenomenal way to you know go across the spectrum and make sure you're hitting everything, hitting cardio, hitting the mobility, hitting the heavy weights. Uh, that's the best way to do it, honestly. Uh, second of that is just rotate days, or you know you could, you know so like you could have a all cardio day, all cardio mobility day. You know, half hour yoga, half hour of uh, you know running or some sort of other, you know, biking, whatever it is you want to do. Or, and then the other day you could be all weights, no cardio, no heart rate over 140 BPMs, you know, ample rest in between, just doing that stuff, focus on certain body parts. So, um, yeah, it's, it, it, there, you do feel like you're missing out. I do feel like you should cross train regularly, but you know, there's only two ways to do it. You could do it within the workouts or you could do it on separate days, but don't just do one modality that usually leads to overuse injuries. And that's a whole new chapter that I don't want to get into right now. Good answer. Andy, sounding like a professional. Thank cool. you, sir. Ross, this is something I've wondered because I've been guilty of leaving multiple holes in a row to just find the wall stud. The question for you is how to effectively how do you effectively find a wall stud? When you hang things on the stud or and when just the nail in the drywall, is that gonna be fine enough? How much weight can wall studs hold? How much weight can a drywall anchor hold? Go. Drywall anchor, I think you have it up to like about 300 pounds um, if you find the right anchor. But if you're going to drywall stud itself, like the two by four, you're great. You're going to have more of a secure mount uh, versus using like a toggle bolt. Toggle bolts are going to be good, but I think that's going to be up to, depends on the thickness of your toggle bolt. Um, you probably get up to 80 pounds to 60 pounds. Uh, give or take in up to 30. So once you hit that stud, you're, you're in a better position. And, um, how do you find that stud? If you find the stud, if you're doing the screw method, which I don't really recommend all the time, but yeah, I've been in that position because sometimes the, the framers don't know where the, how to do framing, but normally you measure 16 inches, uh, from the corner, uh, left, uh, from your, any corner over and you should start knocking to see if you find it um on a quicker option you can always just buy a, a powerful magnet and try to see if you can find a screw head it helps you out too interesting yeah i you had told me about the magnet um i've had some luck with um the stud finders and the thing is you find what you want to find multiple studs because they typically are 16 inches apart so if you think you found one see if you could find the one next to it and the one next to that measure out 16 inches uh it's usually a pretty good way the whole knocking thing you get a general idea where it's at but i don't think it's ever a good way to find um just the stud but rather the stud goes from floor to ceiling too so as soon as you found it you can hang it anywhere but is there there i guess i got a little confused is there a difference between the toggle bolts and the drywall anchors the drywall anchor, the toggle bolts are like a butterfly that expands in the wall, and drywall anchors are like a threaded uh, head that goes in. They work great too, but you only have it versus the plastic ones versus those like those uh, steel ones. There's just a little bit of a pressure where yes, they will hold, but it helps to have multiple ones securing one uh, item that is being hung. Um, the pre it, it all depends on the downforce that's going down that might pull out. So, um, you know, 
it's good to have like a towel rod holder, which is great, or a toilet dispenser holder, which is stuff like that. I've done that. Those are good because there's not that much weight being ground, you know, put onto it. Um, but if you're going to go somewhere like where there's a grab bar, definitely put that into a stud. And if you can't make it to a stud, um, you know, there's other options by Moen that makes uh, grab bar uh, toggle bolts that are for extreme purposes. So you don't want an elderly person to be falling. So they're, they also sell those at Menards. Hmm. So talk to me, Ross. What do you want to know? What I want to know is. Is exercising in transverse plane good, or is spinal rotation always a no-no? Well, first you need to know what the transverse plane is, and the best way to describe it is either swinging a bat or swinging a golf club. It's any kind of twisting motion. Uh, when I was learning my personal training uh, certification, they taught us, you know, to we should train in the sagittal plane, which is front and back, the frontal plane, which is side to side, and the transverse plane, which is twisting motion. Either do it equally, but um, definitely sagittal plane, but you always want to add those other two planes as well. Is it good? Sure. You know, if you're trying to, you know, hit a golf ball farther, uh, hit a, uh, you know, baseball harder, you're definitely going to want to hit those areas. Uh, the problem is a lot of times um, athletes stay away from them because it's just not quite as sexy because uh, transverse plane technically would be like doing like chest flies or back flies or any kind of rotation exercises. Uh, and you can't lift as much weight with those. But you should train in all planes of motion. Uh, and then the second part of that is a spinal rotation always a no-no. Spinal rotation is fine too. You just don't want to do it under load. Um, but again, you're training the body to, you know, to work in different ways because in the real world, you know, as we say, functional fitness, um, there is no specific way and you need to be ready for all things. But they tell you, you know, like, even like when you're going to blow a knee out, they say it typically happens in the frontal plane, the side to side plane, which is why when you're doing lunges, side lunges are equally as important, if not more important than doing lunges back and forth. You could do transverse lunges. You could do any exercise and, you know, try to equate it to the transverse plane. But um, I would say add it to the, your um, your exercise routine, but don't focus specifically or too much on it. It's just another way to help add um, muscular development and create balance in that area. There you go. There you go. You know what? This is another. These are, actually, I like these questions that you got today because uh, I'm having issues with this in my bathroom tub. I've heard Drano is terrible for pipes. What other products that are actually bad or useless for their intended application? And I'm kind of curious: is Drano bad for pipes? Go. Bad or useless for your pipes? That's what you're saying. Bad or useless? No, I'm well, saying is Drano bad for the pipes? I'm just saying for Drano. You know, it's a liquid, and pretty much it's like an acid, but it, it's a liquid acid uh, gel that's going to be uh, in your pipes. Um, no matter what, I think Drano is a company that's just, it, it serves a purpose over a long period of time um, to be removing uh, hair, you know, um, but it doesn't remove anything like, like uh, tree roots, you know. So uh, I could say if you're I've never, you know, like I've not really ran so much of the worst situation by Drano because a lot of people have PVC pipes and pre PVC pipes are pretty forgiving. You got to be having like a low grade PVC piping, you know, but um, I'm not really ran into the worst in my life. You know, what I like to use is sewer line cleaner and an all-star performer. Um, what I've ran into by using that is it's really fine, fine pellets. 
looks like an aqua, you know, like an OxyClean, but it's very, you could smell the stuff and it's going to burn your nostrils. Okay, so I have a question for you. I have hair in my bathroom tub sink. What should I use to get it out? First, do the, just do that little method of just, you know, undo your drain top. You know, if you can just go underneath your sink with a little toggle, your little flipper goes up and down. It's not a sink, man. It's a tub. Pull that thing out. Bathtub. do do a little the best part is if you do a little manual labor and you clean that out with one of those hair things that's the first the best way to do it so I should go to the store and ask for a hair thing got it except that it's going to be nasty and dirty and you don't know what the hell is going to be down there that's awesome take Uh take that in consideration and then once you do that I then I'd go to the next thing find something that's a better alternative that has a, a quicker uh, more like flakes or a powder that's going to eat the acid, eat the hair. The acid can eat the hair and the protein that's in the pipe versus the liquid plumber where it's – you the, the acid, the, the little liquid powder is going to work better because it has water flow and it's going to eventually chew at it. Instead of the drain, the liquid plumber, it's going to be sitting at it. And you need more time and you don't have a lot of time in your day to address this thing, you know. Everyone's got to be moving, so I prefer more of these like powder acid flakes by sewer line cleaner. That's so no drain out. You can find that at, at Ace Hardware, but um, but don't put it all in one. Again, you just have water running, and you just do a little tap 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 of the flakes going down, tap 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 a little more flakes going mm-hmm. down, another tap 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 until you kind of see some cleanage. Because if you put too many flakes down there, you have a buildup and a clog of this this acid particle flakes just in your pipe. So flow is more better you know and well do you see any products that are being used like continually that you think are bad or does it just say useless i mean liquid that again liquid plumber i'm not i i would think it was useless that's my run into from being for me living in the city i just thought like well i don't have time to you know just waste on just this drain just to settle like i gotta get stuff out and um Again, it's it's the manual labor, undoing the clog, and also you need something that's more like an acid and going to eat the protein quicker. So you need a quick turnaround time and some little manual labor. That's my quick – if you can't do it into a bathtub drain, you know, try to get to where the source is right at the beginning and uh, see how far you can. I know definitely on gal- galvanized pipes in old buildings is a little issue due to just – it's galvanized. It's going to clog. You're going to have hairs in there too. So good answer. See what your alternative issues are. Good answer. Something quick for someone. I'm sure someone appreciated that. That person just wasn't me. Just be so, careful with that liquid plumber, so that you don't, you know, you don't get that stuff in your eyes. And don't drink you know? it. Do not drink it. No, but also just have some circulating air in the room. Okay. Just that's my point, you know, just so you're not like, oh, honey, I'm going to work on this. Close the door. Don't get high off these mm. things. You know, it's off gassing some shit that you don't want to deal with. So just save your life. So you got some for me. Talk to me. All right. Coming up. All right. Here's your question. Big guy, house, monster, Mr. Gun Show. I'm running out of nicknames to give people at the gym. What are some new ones? This is a tough Big one. Guy. I find if you, if you put Captain, House. yeah, if you put Captain in front of everybody, like, you know, hey, it's Captain Bicep Curls over there. Uh, that's always good. Uh, if you can say anything in a foreign language, like, uh, hey, it's Groschenschwanz, you know, which is uh, 
big dick in German. You know, if you can find any kind of foreign language and use that. Uh, tough guy has always been one of my favorite ones. Anything with guy in it, big guy, tough guy. Um, you know, people love that for some reason. Um, you can always call out what they're doing. Like, you know, someone wears a blue bandana. It's like, hey, it's blue bandana over there. You know, like, that's always, you know, they'll know exactly what you're talking about. It's kind of like when on office when he called him uh, tuna, you know, because he had a tuna sandwich one day. Um, you know, just call the room, man. See what you see. But Bobby Big Balls is a good one. I think Bobby anything. Ricky Rough Nuts. Um, anything that ends up, like, kind of focusing on a man's testicle area seems to get, you know, people going. Um, chief. You know, you can use the ones that apply to any, any situation. So Chief. You know, buddy, pal, uh, those work in the gym as well. Uh, you know, you, I, I mean, really, the, the honestly, you're only limited by your imagination and how far you can go before someone turns around and smashes you in the face. Really, yeah, cause I mean, you probably had people, you know, in your in your profession. He's like, don't call me anything. I don't, I don't you say anything to me. I've, I've, don't, I've, uh, don't look, don't look at me. I've don't, crossed paths with some uh, some juice monkeys who are definitely on a different planet, and you're like, uh, "Hey man, how's your day going?" And they're like, "All I do is lift." And you're like, "You know what? Uh, it's not worth it. It's not worth me trying to engage with you because uh, you're only here for one purpose, and you're probably gonna die uh, from some sort of uh, heart disease because uh, your body can't handle all those steroids." So, um, do you have any nicknames? Did I skip any? Um, I got another question for you. Oh. Um, what are some overlooked Muscles. Whoa, whoa, I got a question for you. You got a question for me? I do. You ready? Yeah. Smart house features like thermostat, lights, door locks. Are they better? Are they worth the price? How easy is it for them to malfunction and someone to hack into them? Go. So, uh, just trying to get this again. So, your question again was smart house features like thermostats, lights, and door locks. Are they better or worth the price? Um, you know what? I think uh, thermostat works great for people who have an active family because I think you know serving money is very important. Um, for that smart lock, again, I told my buddy whose wife, uh, they're thinking about having kids, and I just said, eventually you're going to have a stroller that you're going to have to deal with, and you're going to have to park it outside your house. But also, at one point, you're going to have groceries, and then another point, you're going to have a kid in your hand too, right? And sometimes it's going to be more of a struggle to pull out those keys and then open that front door. So again, like I said, a keypad is going to help you out. Just do the the one, two, I'm in the house, and then the door closes because, you know, you're, the wife doesn't have to deal with, you know, locking the door again because once it's open, it can go back to locking. It's just the quick and easy, quick flow state is the better thing. So that's one thing I always push. Um, light door locks. Again, safety is always important. Um, I say probably due to this time uh, with everybody else, probably more a camera at your front door is kind of the most, most important thing too. Just because, um, you know, if you're in the suburbs, you could probably be a victim. Someone in the city could be a victim. So it's good to protect yourself because, um, you know, I think there'll probably be more of a risk if people just try and take advantage of the system. Some so, of these quite, I mean, some like listen i have a smart thermostat lights and door like i have them all are they better whoa you'll never guess what happened i just dropped the call with ross so i'm gonna call him back right now although he's being a little what is, what is this what is that 
your call has been forwarded. I don't know what happened to Ross's. Uh, actually, I don't need him for the rest of this. He answered all his questions. But um, I have a smart thermostat like Doc. Now, listen, the one thing about these smart features, they're great, but they end up becoming the landscape of your home. So after a while, you didn't even notice it. All my lights are on a timer. All my lights go out when I say goodnight. Uh, you know, the door opens when I punch in the key. I know I don't have to look for my keys anymore. I haven't had any of a malfunction. My lights every now and again have to get reset, which literally is me finding the socket that they're plugged into, unplugging them and plugging them back in, and then they work fine again. Uh, a little bit of a pain, really not that much of an inconvenience considering everything I get. I think that they are worth the price, but you'll find that there's a lot of these brand names that were new to the game. And uh, like Philips, for instance, the Philips Hue bulbs are about three times as much as the ones that I purchased. And they do the same job. Uh, you know, you don't have to buy the brand, the best and um, top of the line, because smart homes are starting to evolve. And let's say generic manufacturers are all you know, coming to the game and they're all, you know, Alexa enabled and it's not an issue to get everything up to snuff just like you would like maybe five years ago, Phillips was the only one, but now you have options. So my, what I do is, and I totally recommend, and he's back and I totally recommend this is to uh, read the reviews on Amazon and um, usually they're pretty honest. So uh, find something with a good rating, read the reviews, read the question and answer section, and just kind of go from there. And then ask yourself, you know, how much better off you're going to be with it, and is it really worth it? For me, I, it was kind of a game. I want to see how much I can automate my home. Ross, you're back. Flow state. I'm saying again, flow state and what makes it more convenient and practical for you. Final you know, question of the day. It sounds like it's working great for you. I'm just saying, like, again, if you have a family and you're trying to make things a little more workable with you, these things are kind of a good option if you have that in your price range. Yeah. You, you know? said that. You, you already said that. Um, last question. Send it my way. Andy. Yeah. Are you ready? I'm ready. How ready are you? I don't know, man. About a three. Decent. Okay. Last question. Andy. You're stalling. I love it. Go. What are some of the overlooked muscles? Face yoga for face. Chin and neck exercises. Hang boards for finger muscles, etc. What are some overlooked muscles? Face yoga or face chin go. and so, neck exercises. Listen, some of these overlooked muscles are being like kind of brought to the service these days like the psoas you hear about that a lot you know you never heard yeah. about that 20 years ago uh the tfl the, the tensors fascist laughing you know i don't speak latin so although i did take it in high school uh you know a lot of these muscles are kind of being mentioned now because they're trying to convince people how important they are so they could purchase their exercise system that helps you enhance those muscles or buy their exercise piece of equipment that'll help you with that it's all in the marketing stuff how they're I mean, I wouldn't say any of that. All that stuff is can be overlooked, but the body works as a system. If you're doing full body movements, you're going to uh, hit those muscles eventually. It's when we try to get specific and target those mu muscles and nothing else, then it gets to be kind of a game. But functional movements, folks, full body movements, that's the way to go because that's what's going to translate uh, the best into the real world anyway. So, um, and you know what? And actually, there is some good question, and it's like finger muscles. Like if you're going to do American Ninja Warrior, you have to work those you know, grain, uh, strip, uh, strip grain, uh, grip strength exercises. So little things like that, but those are so specific that I don't think general population, that's something they're gonna need to worry about. But a lot of people do wanna know how to tighten up their neck. You ever seen that, that like, that turkey neck? You know what I'm talking about? That droopy, 
you know, third or fourth chin that kind of wobbles sometimes? Like, how do you? Yeah, you need to kiss your chin to the ceiling. Yeah, I've heard stretching. I've heard people say that there are exercises that can help that. I don't think that there are. You need to. You got to go into the knife, man. Tighten it up. Get some. Get a stapler. Let it, obviously let a plastic surgeon do it for you, but. That, that's the depends on, in my opinion, depends on what you eat. But if you don't have that much, again, if you kiss your chin to the ceiling mm-hmm. and, and um, move your neck to the left and the right, yeah. twist it to the left and the right, that's going to help kind of stretch out that skin. I do that when I'm doing my uh, my chaturangas sometimes, my yoga, or my just as my, uh, you know, upper facing dog. Because, like, I feel it. I notice it. You know, I, I don't really have a sagging chin. You know, it's but at one point I did. What are we so. trying to do here, though? We're trying to retain our youth, right? I say just go with it, man. If you're losing your hair, just go with it. You know, don't put a toupee up there. You know, if you're if you if you got saggy love handles, I mean, do you, do you need the lipo? Do you? You know, but just Andy, go with it, man. My question is, you don't have a beard. I do have a beard, uh, and uh, I want you know, at some point I'm gonna have to dye my beard. But do I really want to dye my beard? No. Because what I see is I got my old skin going. But I got this really fresh, bright beard. I just go with it, man. We're all, you know what? Just go with what God gave you, man. And I'm telling you, there's always like, people just know. Like, you ever read the book Blink by Malcolm Gladwell? And they were staring at this piece of art and they couldn't tell if it was real or not. And some people are like, ah, there's something not quite right about it. That's what it's like when you get plastic surgery. Like, women will get like their lips enhanced just a little bit. You know, a little bit of collagen, a little bit of, uh... Botox, and it's just like something's just not quite right, you know. Like when you're looking at those real housewives of the Orange County or whatever it is, and you're like, eh, eh, eh and you just can't put your finger on it, man. It's it, that's it's it's not right. I don't know. It, there's always something. People are gonna notice it. They're not gonna notice necessarily what it is, but they're gonna know something's not right. I say, man, just go with it. Be you, you know. Why don't you work on your personality, huh? That'll get people to like you. That's something you should do, Ross. Work on your damn. Yeah, you too, asshole. Me? Fuck, <laughs> fuck you. Now I gotta put this. Now this is an explicit All I episode. Put, me down. Yeah, put you down. Yeah, I bring guy. you up. I bring you up. <laughs> right, right. Ross, we, we've come to the end of our lightning round questions. Again, we'll have to consult our team who've been uh, diving. We don't have any other questions, man. Why don't people ask us? Why don't anyone listen to the show? Is a real question. That's a question I got for you. Why don't we have more fans? You know what? I think this is, we got a good steady stream going. You know, I think the listeners are ready for the next level. And the next level is Home and Body Remodeling, the next episode. Oh, That's man. the next level. Oh, man. Ross, we're done for this week. We're, we're another one of the books. You happy about that? How, what, are we at 15 right now? I think today's the 16th. Well, you know, I had to Jeez. do two of them on my own. So we're not going to, we're going to say they all count. So this is our 16th episode. Uh, we may take a break at some point, you know, uh, call the season one. Uh, I don't know when that's going to be, but uh, we're heading in that direction, folks. And we're going to hit the ground running. But none other than us, stay tuned. Come back next week. I'll figure something else for us to talk about. I look forward to it. Later on, Ross. Later on, Andy. That was it, folks. Home and Body Improvement Show. We got a little feisty there, didn't we? Again, check out CoachPods.com. That's where all the important news is. Sign up for the newsletter. And again, hit me up with a question. We'd love to feature in an upcoming show. Until then, take care. We'll see you then.